Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back. Hour two of the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz. Getting you set for the betting day, the, the fantasy day, DFS, whatever you play. We are here for you. George, great information, updates on uh, the Yankees pitcher. It's the first game Paxton uh, on the DL. Uh, sorry, IL, IL, IL. God, it's DL, IL, whatever. Anyway, uh, Yankees are the first game off the board. As we mentioned, uh, Hap versus Odorizzi, minus 135 for the Yankees, plus 115 for the Twins. Total nine in that baseball game, George. But, um, you know, I think I think the Twins might make my card. I know that probably doesn't, uh, you know, I, I know you're the you're the hometown. Uh, your Yankees are your team. But uh, I don't know if I want to lay 35 cents with Hap. Well, you look at this game, uh, the lineups are in uh, Garver, Polanco, Cruz, Rosario, mm-hmm. Gonzalez, Cron, Kepler, Scope, Buxton for the Twins. And for the Yankees, uh, the lineup's a little deeper today. Uh, LeMayhew, yep. uh, he's back in the lineup, plays second base. Luke Voigt, Gary Sanchez, DH day. Miguel Andahar, he is back. He's activated, batting cleanup, playing third base. Uh, Torres, Gardner. Maven, Romine, and Taltman uh, for the Yankees. So it's a little deeper today. I'm a little surprised. At least I was a little surprised. I understand it now, but I was a little surprised that Andahar is playing third base today because when I looked at it, well, you're going to bring him back. Urshel has played great for the Yankees. Now, he's a better defensive third baseman than Andahar. Under, listen, he's a better third, better defensive third baseman than anybody in the major leagues, but he's certainly better than Andahar. I'm like, why don't you play Urshel? He's been hitting fine. And at Andahar at DH, but then you realize Gary Sanchez is DH today, day game at their night game. You want Sanchez's bat in the lineup. He's hot, two home runs last night. I get it. Uh, so I'm fine with that. But like you, Cam, I agree with you. I think the uh, Twins are the, uh, the play today. Twins are a very good team. Right, they're a good team. Odorizzi has been pitching lights out of late. You look at Odorizzi over his his last three starts, three uh, three runs. That's it. And two of those starts were against Houston, back to back against Houston, and he only gave two earned runs against that team. And we know Houston can hit. The other start was against the Toronto Blue Jays. All right, Uh, I mean, Hap has pitched well of late as well. His last starts only five earned runs, but two of those starts, Giants and Angels. Not exactly offensive powerhouses today. You know, Yankees won last night. Twins are a good team. Lower value to say Twins should do okay today. I'm with you. I think the Twins are the play. Yeah, it's just in the lines also, as as we just talked about. It's interesting. We're going down. Um, it's funny. It was plus 115. Now I'm seeing a plus 110. And the run line, it was plus uh, 1.5 minus 155. Now plus 1.5 minus 65. So people are getting it in there. 105 start there. So we still got uh, some time for this game. George, going over some performances last night. And I know uh, you and Galena talk about it on the earlier hours for deep leagues and stuff. Just want to get your thoughts on some stuff. Uh, everyone's always wants to talk about pitchers. What about Kyle Hendricks? Um, 81 game, uh, uh, 81 pitch complete game shutout against uh, the Cardinals. Rizzo hit a three run bomb in that game. Very, very solid performance. The strikeouts were down, but man, a complete game, 81 pitches. That's very, very effective baseball. What do you think about them? What's your take on Hendricks? He's not a real strikeout guy, but uh, very, very decent performance there. Yeah, it's funny. I'm watching that game, right? It's a 220 game yesterday, and I didn't yeah. realize it was uh, that he, he a, that he had a complete game. Uh, oh, that the game was so late is what I should say. All of a sudden, the game was over. I'm like, what do you mean the game's over? It was like 4:30. Yeah, it was a quick game. Oh, I know. Right, what do you mean the game's over, what? man? I, 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 want, I need this game to go another hour. I need to kill time here until the late game starts. I, could, I couldn't believe it was over. And it was like, uh, I guess I just lost track of what inning it was. I just wasn't paying attention uh, to it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, great start by Hendricks. He's claimed in most leagues anyway. But uh, as far yeah, as him, I mean, yeah. 
He's not going to be someone you can truly rely on. You know, he's not an A starter, but he's someone who's going to be in your lineup most weeks. Maybe I take him out when they're playing someone like Colorado in Colorado. But then again, I would take about anybody out when they're playing in Colorado. I'm not taking my chances there. Uh, but you're right. Uh, strikeouts could be an issue. He was maybe overrated coming into, uh, into last season and maybe underrated coming into this season. That's kind of the way I look at him. He's a better-than-average starting pitcher, but fantasy-wise, an SP3, SP4 range there, which is where I kind of judge him at. Listen, if you want to try and trade him, sell high now, coming up the shutout, I am certainly on board with that. You know, I don't think this is the you know this shutout yesterday the sign of things to come. I don't. He's a pitcher. Who's, you know, he's going to get hit. You know, he's not a strike. You mentioned he's not a strikeout guy, so he sort of pitches the contact. And he's going to get hit some days. Other news in baseball. This, this is all minor news, by the way. Tyler O'Neill, yep. one of the top prospects of the Cardinals, sent down to AAA. Uh, the Miami Marlins, they've recalled Peter O'Brien, ex-Yankee, ex-Diamondback. A uh, lot of power, no real defensive position. They've recalled him. They, uh, the corresponding move is expected to be another ex-Yankee, Garrett Cooper, heading to the I.L. Yeah, the, 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 I don't know, George. It's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. It's I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with the baseball today. Like, I'm looking at the board, and I'm, I'm going to probably lock it on Minnesota, but there, there's some really, really tough games. That Cincinnati game really threw me for a loop. What do you think about this? We As we we talked about good performance with Hendricks, uh, Cincinnati calling up uh, their top prospect, Zantel. Didn't he, he, he had a hit, too, in his uh, first uh, big, uh, big league game there. What do you think? Is this guy, I don't know what these prospects are, these guys, what do you do with them? What are they going to stick around? Uh, what do you think? Uh, you, you, know, you know these guys better than anybody. What about this? Uh, young Cincinnati Red is uh, is there a bright future here? What do you think? Well, Senzel is, is a legitimate top prospect. All right, he's not someone they're calling a top top prospect. That's not. He is. Uh, yeah. He should hit. Anybody in that ballpark should hit. My only question with Senzel would be. They, you know, he's really, he's a third baseman by trade, an infielder by trade, and they've jerked him around all over the place. Short stop, second base, now he's in the outfield. You know, that sort of thing. And can he make that adjustment? All signs point that yes, he can. You know, so that's good. You know, he was the number, the second overall pick in the uh, 16 draft. So obviously uh, they have high hopes for him. I, I believe in him as well. He should be claimed in all leagues. I listen, if you're playing in a 16 league or an 18 league, okay, maybe not that league. But a 10, 10 and above, absolutely, he should be claimed. Yep. At the very least, in a 10 team league, he's on your bench and you keep him away from somebody else. But he's, uh, he's an outfielder. I mean, if, I, I, most leagues, you're going to have room for him. You know, you, you can plug him in as your fifth outfielder, your DH, whatever it might be. So, yes, I'm claiming Senzel. I think good things are coming. But like with any young player, Cam, if he struggles, uh, they'll send him back down. Yeah, but they won't send him down because of they won't send him down because of time. That's gone. So he it would only be because of a struggle that they would send him down. My, I believe he's going to be up. He's up for good now. That's my belief. That unless he's terrible, I mean, absolutely terrible, he's up for good now. That we'll see Senzel as the red now for the next decade. I think what's encouraging too, if you look at his line, you know, one for four infield single, but the two walks, George, that's very, very good. A run scored. So usually when you have a, like a kid up in his first game, you know what I mean? You get the strikeouts, but two walks in your major league debut, that's very encouraging. Absolutely, because it means you're seeing the ball, right? And you know the strike zone. That's what all managers like to see that you're not, you don't have that 11th commandment. Thou shall not pass without being swung at. You know, that they, uh, they have control of his own. <laughs> the, the, the game is not too big for them. Uh, so good for him that he is seeing the ball. Yeah, you look at his minor league numbers. Uh, he is someone who walks somewhat. You know, it's not, he doesn't have big walk totals there. But uh, still, I, you do like to see that. The bottom line is this for me is he, it's Cincinnati. You know, the Great American Small Park, the ball flies out of there. When the weather heats up, he is a power guy. He can hit 20 home runs the rest of the season. wouldn't shock me here. So he's a guy I want, mainly because of the outfield eligibility. That's why I want him. If he was only eligible at third base, all right, then he'd be a corner infielder type. And, yeah, maybe I could do better. But for outfield eligibility, I'm taking a shot on Senzel. If he's available on your waiver wire, which he might be in some leagues because he's been in AAA, and then he got hurt. He had the ankle injury coming out of spring, or he might have broke camp with the team. So he could be out there in your league. He should be claimed. i got to ask you about this one just from our backyard. And obviously, you know, it's just – it's not a prospect by any stretch, but uh, what's your opinion on, on uh, Jay's pitcher, uh, Trent Thornton? There was a very, very good performance on the road against Texas, and it was kind of weird just to see. The last couple starts have been good. I know the walks can be high, but I like what I see. What is it, five strikeouts? Uh, what do you think about this guy? I know you and Galena, you guys talk about the deep leagues, but what do you think about uh, Thornton? He's been pretty good in his last couple starts. He has been. He, uh... 
he's surprising over his past couple of starts. You mentioned at Oak, uh, sorry, yeah. Oakland at home, at Texas, uh, only gave Texas. up one run. One run. And we know yeah. at Texas, that, that's another band box you're, uh, you're pitching in there. It I'm sure so surprised is. they're building a new ball. Gallo's on like fire, and it's crazy. It was like to see that game yeah. one nothing. it was kind of shocking. <laughs> it was very weird. You're damn right it was. Uh, not so, Certainly not something you expected there. And I said, I'm so surprised they're building a new, a new ballpark in Texas. I like that ballpark. And it's only 20 years old, and you, got, you need a new one? Whatever. All right, so uh, once again, <laughs> the problem with Thornton is going to be yeah. this. You know, he's not, a, he's not a prospect. He's not someone who they're waiting big things yeah. from. But that doesn't mean he can't be anything. That's not what that means at all. It's just that he's not wasn't, wasn't expected to be anybody or anything. Pitch in the American League yeah. East. All right, that's a lot of that's games a against Boston. A lot of games against the Yankees when, once they're healthy. You know, that, that's going to be an issue. You know, and other teams that can hit as well. And he pitched in uh, Sky Dome, whatever they call this ballpark now. And we know the ball yeah, flies it's the out Rogers of there. Center. I call it Sky Dome. Oh, yeah, in the summer, that ball, it travels big time. So that, that's going to be an issue there as well. I think he's the guy. He's hot now. Sure. No problem with it. You want to go out and get it? I'm not, I'm not spending a more than a dollar spot starter than George. That's the yes. thing, right? Uh, like, that that know, I can certainly like, see. A, a second starter in DFS, that's sure. That's the thing. Yeah. Exactly, but uh, yeah, you're saying you're saying though, don't uh, don't get too excited. These are a couple of good starts, and this happens a lot of the time. But you're saying probably things are going to come down to earth, which I have to believe too against that division when uh, teams get healthy. It's been it's a it's a nice story, but it's also a lot of things are stacking up against him. He's got very very a tough road ahead. Let's say right, George. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't expect big things, but I don't like I, said, I don't mind anybody rostering the hot guy. And, you know, see what happens. So, uh, we could be wrong. Everybody could be wrong on Thornton. Maybe all of a sudden he is a prospect. There are plenty of base, uh, players through baseball history that no one thought a damn thing about that ended up yep. being very, very good. It's an, an inexact science, to put it nicely. I'm just here to tell you he's not, he wasn't expected to be anything. But that doesn't mean he can't be. doesn't mean it at all. That's why I don't mind rostering this guy. He's hot. We mentioned one run over his last two starts, 12 innings. You know, three hits. That's always a lot of three hits. You mentioned the walks, seven yeah. walks. That's a problem. You know, but other than that, you take a shot at him. We, we, in most fantasy leagues, you're rostering. You're starting nine pitchers. You have a couple of them uh, maybe on the bench. That's now 11. I have a hard time believing he's not better than your 10th or 11th guy right now. Then once again, they're, they're churnable. You start one, okay. All right, I think the run's over. You release him, go get somebody else. That's how the game is played. Yeah, what about uh, we talk about uh, injuries and it's just a big thing, but with Cleveland, I guess they can breathe a little bit of sigh of relief with uh, – with the news about Kluber there, George, but still that's a reevaluation in three to four weeks. That's just the reevaluation and the time, you know, after, after that, like what the hell's going to happen there? That seems to be, it's a big, big issue. I guess he avoids the surgery on the fractured arm, but the reeval reexamine in three to four weeks, this looks like a very, very long term injury for the Indians. And that's uh, not good news when we're talking about the wind twins and how they're playing, maybe a, a, a turning of the guard in that division. Well, this is kind of awful, isn't it? I mean, think about it. You know, I wrote about Kluber this week. Uh, he was pitching poorly anyway. His ERA was. is 5.8. His was 1.65. Yep. I mean, we've seen the last couple of years he dies in, uh, in August and At September. He's not the same player. Yep. Right? Not the same pitcher going into the playoffs. His fastball velocity is down. You know, it's not down dramatically, but it's down about a mile per hour. That's something to keep notice of, that maybe uh, there's – the build the buildup is there. He's thirty three. He's not a young uh, guy anymore, as far as uh, you know the baseball world is concerned. So there is so much going on here. The Indians tried to trade him in the offseason. I wouldn't say they tried hard, they, but they they let it, people know he was available, you know, and uh, they but they couldn't get the, the deal they wanted there. You know, I always when a team is trying to trade somebody, they know Kluber's medicals more than anyone else. Yeah, you know, why are they trying to move him? Why? You know, so I always uh, I'm always very wary of that. I'm sure other teams are wary of it as well. But the bottom line is, he was p- pitching uh, poorly before the injury. Now you said it, the timeline is three to four weeks before they even evaluate. That's already June now. I don't think you'll see him before the All Star break. So uh, what are you going to do? He's on your IL. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to release him. But if somebody would offer you sixty cents on a dollar for him, you know, because they want the they want they want for the second half of the season there there postseason run, I'd move him. If you get a useful player back to that can help your team now, I'd move him. 
I would too. And you said it, George. I think the most important thing is when we look at it is, is you know, recent history and what we know about him. Usually great at the start and bad at the end. Now he's just bad. Now it's a bad at the start of the season getting hurt. And I, I, and until he proves it, I don't think he can do anything in the, in the back half. He always seems to be that guy in big games. Corey Kluber's one of those pitchers. He can dominate, but when it comes to big games, postseason or anything else, it's uh, usually doesn't go very well for him. He's not a big game pitcher. I don't want to say anything bad about the guy for, you know, wicked career, good, good starter. But I just see when push comes to shove, he's that guy that in big games you really can't count on and his arm gets weaker as the season progresses. So I'm with you. I think you got to make a move there. If somebody wants him, trade him. Uh, I listen. I agree. I listen, I don't think you can get anything for him. It's not anything you're gonna want to move him for. I I certainly wouldn't. Uh, if yeah. I wanted Kluber, I wouldn't be giving you anything that was valuable to my team. I wouldn't. You know, so I don't think you're gonna be able to do it. But he's he was pitching poorly beforehand. I guess if you're an optimist, Cam, you could go. Well, now he'll be fresher because he's not gonna pitch for six weeks at minimum, maybe eight weeks. Okay, you could look at it that way, and he'll be great in the second half. But then why was he pitching so poorly in the first half? Yeah, you know, I keep going back to that. Why it's was he a, pitching so a, poorly? It, it's a concern with Cleveland right now because Bauer, you know, he's 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 a guy that the last couple starts, he's been really, really mad, getting angry, frustrated. You look at Carrasco, who's pitching leaky roof from Seattle. He's two and three with a five point eight six ERA. Cleveland, this used to be the thing. We talk about the weak bats. They're still seventeen and thirteen in a weak division, but George Cleveland, your pitching staff, this is concerning. It's a real problem now. Well, you're damn right it is. I mean, you're you're damn right. It's it is nuts. right now. We have problems here. It's a big problem. Yeah, we have, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Cle- Clevenger. I mean, Clevin. As far as an update on Clevenger, remember he's been out for a while as well. So, yep. uh, Clevenger's been out. Kluber's been out. I mean, uh, Bieber's been very good. Bauer's great. Carrasco's been a little bit up and down, but that's been an issue. But as for Clevenger, he's throwing ninety feet. Just throwing. I mean, not pitching yet. So he's still a few weeks away. Once again, you're hoping for him Memorial Day, maybe? He'll be back by then. So, uh, But you're right. It's a weak division. Twins are – I don't think the Twins are going to run away and hide. But uh, you, no. the strength of this team was their pitching staff, starting pitching staff. And now you're down 40% of it. Not good. And they're not going to make any uh, major additions here. They're not. People are thinking Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel and Kimbrough are now not signing with anybody yeah. until after the draft. This way, draft pick, uh, there's no compensation as far as draft picks. They're not signing with anybody until after the amateur draft. Yeah, good call, George. Now, yeah, it's a problem with Cleveland. Finally, maybe somebody's going to overtake the tribe, and Minnesota looks to be that team. More baseball and sports talk on the other side with Stewart and Kurtz. It's a weekend fantasy update right here. We got picks, and we'll go through the boards as well. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart. <laughs> Along with George Kurtz. I don't know what it is about Angle, George, but this guy kills me. Like, he just, <laughs> even when I'm in a bad mood or whatever, when I when I hear him, he just make, he make me laugh. He's a, he's a pleasure. We, got, we, we love him. <laughs> he's a pleasure. He likes trees, though, so I don't know. I don't know. Trees? trees I think relax him. Yes, I smoking hate trees. trees or I hate, leaves. <laughs> I, I hate leaves, trees. trees. Yeah, running, 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 running rocks with water, George. You're not a real uh, serenity now, man. More uh, insanity later. See, trees that they have these things called leaves, and I got to pick up the leaves. And yeah. They, they, oh yeah, yeah. That's the like, thing. Yeah, like you're the that you're the leaf man. Yeah. The, yeah. You're the, you're the leaf. Just, just what I want to be yeah. known for, the leaf man. <laughs> God. Yeah, well, I, I'm looking at yeah, or that's the problem. You got to get a different type of uh, a tree in the back here, like pine. The needles wouldn't be so bad. The problem is you get trees with like uh, 
the big leaves too, like the oak or whatever. Like those, those are a real problem. Maple, like those are leaves you got to rake and pick up. You need, you need something more of a thistle there, George, instead of a full flown, full blown leaf. <laughs> I do not have a tree on my damn property. Okay, not one tree. I cut, I've cut them all down over the years, not because I hated leaves, but because uh, we, with, the, with the storms, my wife and I were always worried that they're going to fall on the house or the kids when they're outside or something like that, or the car or whatever. Yep. So we've had a, a bunch taken down over the years. So it ended up being I have no tree on my property right now, but yet I still end up doing 100 bags nice. of leaves a year. Yeah. Freaking fantastic. Cor- Corner rainstorm. That's what it is, that right? Wind? Right, George? Yeah, I'm on a... Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, there, the, I'm the last house long. on a dead end, actually. Yeah, that's, that's what it was uh, like last night, by the way. That's my house, here. too. I'm the house on the turn. It's a, it's a nightmare because I have this thing in my place. I know no one really gives a shit, but quickly. Uh, uh, no, honestly, like it's a paint job, and the winds and living here, you know we live in the East Coast, so we get elements. Like my paint job at the top, it's a huge, huge town nose and tall, and it's just shredded. So when you're like in a car, you look, oh, look at what kind of – idiot owner like lives there all, all the other ones have like brick and just a little bit off mine is absolutely ravaged but it's impossible to fix like i need a, a ladder of 100 feet to get up get up to the top and to like basically shave off all the old dead stuff and redo it just to let the wind uh, ravage it again it is an absolute nightmare and i'll tell you another thing you're smart being a homeowner when you're in one of those condo boards it's a, it's an absolute scam. Like I'm paying $110 in fees a month for them to do what? Nothing. All they do, they do, they do one. Um, they don't do your driveway in snow. All they do is the complex snow, and then they cut the grass for 110. Like, come on, man. I could do that stuff myself. Like, that's the problem, right? That's I need them to do painting and like when when your house is falling apart to help me out fix those type of things. You know what I'm saying, George? I'm getting hosed. Yeah, good by, luck, uh, good luck with that. By the te- by the condo condo board or townhome board yeah no it's it's a nightmare you're a real mr fix ever heard you're telling me about your about painting condo. and all sorts of other no no they're they're scammers and another thing is they also have side deals going on so i used to like say a friend comes over and you know has had something to drink they park their car they get a ticket there's a system to do it now with a computer but i find it funny how the lady who wins the condo board or the townhouse board thinks friends never get tickets or anything like that me and the other neighbors are talking about it like there's going to be an upheaval i'm and i'm too busy right now but i'm i might have to go into a for an election and and take over because i need this uh, madness to stop there's a lot of shadiness going on in my building I don't doubt it for a minute. I, I, I've never heard anything good about condo boards and all this other crap. So cronyism and everything else. It is. Everything else it is. In, uh, and, it, and it's a nightmare. It's cost, but when it starts to cost you money, then you get upset. I don't care about you're giving your friend a free parking spot or whatever, but when you're not fixing things that you're supposed to do for me, that's a problem. But anyway, I move on. So you know what, George? I know the leaves are a pain in the ass, but be happy you don't have to deal with the bureaucracy and the gearboxes that are in the condo and townhouse board. Chris Sale last night, uh, first win. That's in, that's encouraging uh, the Boston Red Sox. It was against the White Sox, and the White Sox actually kind of interesting uh, taking these guys out with a uh, you know last uh, late home runs. It's been pretty pretty interesting series between Boston and Chicago. But uh, Sale, the last couple games, I know he got rocked early, looked good, and this game was a a very good showing. So maybe coming around. That's very encouraging news uh, for Sale owners and Red Sox fans. There, Kurtz. Yes, uh, velocity is still off over two miles an hour. So that's not yep. good. There's still something, uh, something that's off there. That's not good. It's not. Well, that's a, that's a pretty big drop from one year to the next. Uh, once again, I keep going back at the you know unless there's an injury that happened since he signed that contract, there's no way the Red Sox give him that contract that there was an arm problem. There's just no way. It'd be the stupidest thing you, you could ever do here. So uh, you have to hope that you just hope for the best here. That being said, you know his last few starts before last night, they weren't terrible. Four runs, seven innings, two runs, five innings, four runs, five yep. innings. I mean, that, that's not terrible. He also, it's not good. He also had bad luck. I remember with the game we talked about, didn't he have some, like, bad luck in uh, in a couple of those spots, too? Like, it's not yet. Yeah, you're right. It's not been it, – if you just look at the box score, you're like, meh. But it's not really as bad as it is, and it's it's trending upwards. It is. It is trending upwards, so I, I think you're okay here. I think uh, – Actually, it may be over now, but if you wanted to buy low, that probably had to be done before last night's start. Now you're certainly going to pay a higher price now because he might be the sale of old here. But if good you did point. want to buy him, yeah, better get on it now before he has one more good start. Because if he has one more good start, then you forget about it. You're paying for more than full price, so you got to be careful. Yeah, another uh, performance last night. Uh, Oakland, and after getting, uh, you know, smoked, they've been playing really bad ball uh, on the road. They've been a train wreck this year. I, d- I didn't see Fegley having uh, eight RBIs in a game, George. That was quite a performance. 
Yeah, I don't think anybody saw Fegley having eight RBIs. Okay, except the, you know, maybe the Fegley immediate family, but uh, no, no one saw that. Uh, great game by him. If you happen to play him because you were going yeah. cheap in DFS, God bless. But I don't think too many of us enjoyed that. No, no, I, I, exactly. Yeah, not not many people are are, are going to be on uh, the Fegley train there. So anyway, George, take a look at the the, the board here. We'll get get uh, off to a start. We'll also uh, after the next break maybe help some people with some uh, DFS stuff as well. But we already talked about the opener on the board. Uh, early game between the Yankees line going down. It opened up at minus 140 we're seeing uh hap in the yankees minus 130 odor eggs george likes my joke so i'm going to say it again plus 110 over or under nine in this game if you like the run line plus one and a half minus 60 yankees minus one and a half plus 40 i am already on the twins in this game and uh you said it odor pitching his ass off george and uh hap's been a lot better but the yankees they're 10 games over 500, and i got to give this team a lot of credit. If you were to look at their lineup that they rolled out every day, you'd say it's a problem, but the Red Sox were the team off to the bad start. They're playing a lot better, but great, great start. i got to give your Yankees credit, George. That's that's grinding, and, and it's only going to get better after that with all the injuries. So great start for your club. Yeah, they, uh, it's ama- really amazing. You know, I'm not one to hand out. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big Aaron Boone guy, but how he's been able to keep this team yeah. together and still winning, pretty damn good job. It also shows you Brian Cashman, the uh, the depth he's had in this organization. Damn good job by good him point. as well. Yeah, he's 14 guys on the injured list. I understand not all of them were expected to help. You know, Mont- Montgomery wasn't expected to help this year. Ellsbury's always hurt. Ben Heller is a reliever no one cares about. I get that. But still, the other guys you cared about, your entire, they have five outfielders on the uh, on the IL. I mean, that, that, that's nuts. That's just nuts. You know, when you think about it, they, your entire starting outfield is out. And really, you don't know when any of them are going to return. Yeah, it's just uh, just crazy. Uh, crazy. Even your, your top backup's out, too. So it's a strange year for the Yankees. But they're surviving. But I think this also tells you that, you know, the talent in Major League Baseball, as far as teams, is not good. There are a lot of haves. There are haves and have-nots, and there are many more nots than haves. You know, a lot of bad teams that the Yankees have been able to uh, survive on. You know, now they, they, they get a little test here, the Yankees, because, uh, you know, about playing above 500 teams. They played two games in Arizona, lost both of those. They were close games. Now they get three against Minnesota. Then you get four against Seattle. Seattle right now is two games above 500. And they get three against Tampa Bay next weekend. So they get a little bit of a test here to see really if they can survive now still with all these injuries. And then by the end of this, maybe they get some more guys back. But uh, good job by Boone. Good job by Cashman. But I, I, still can't, I still can't see this lasting long. Another line, piece of lineup news here for, uh, for people, by the way, not for the Yankees. Contreras yep. is out for the Cubs today. I don't think this is an injury. I just think this is once again catcher has to have his one day rest. week off. So yep. I think it's just rest. So I maybe maybe you Darvish doesn't like throwing to him, so he'll pitch to Taylor Davis instead. Yeah, load management they call it now, right, George? Load management? <laughs> Whatever crap they want to call it, it's one day off a week. <laughs> uh, exactly, exactly. Well, uh, I got some bad news here for um, all you Toronto Raptor basketball fans. Uh, this is very bad breaking news right here, too. Uh, Toronto Raptors forward Pascal Siakam is listed as doubtful for Sunday's Game 4 game against Philadelphia, according to ESPN. He's got a right calf con- contusion. The Raptors already trailing uh, the 76ers 2-1 to one in the Eastern Finals right there. So that's horrible news. Uh, the second best scorer on the team out uh, or d- doubtful. Not good. Not good when a team uh, choking in the playoffs a lot. And now you have, if you don't have them, you're going to have real, real problems. And down three to one, George, that doesn't sound very, very good. But last night, I know, George, you're not the biggest uh, basketball guy. I'm, I'm, I was more into the hockey and stuff, well, too. I had money on it. But a four overtime game last night, it was absolutely insane between the Denver Nuggets and Portland. This thing ended at like 2.30 in the morning uh, Eastern time. Four overtime game. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers get it done. The second quadruple overtime playoff game in NBA history. It last happened in 1953 when the Celtics beat the Syracuse Nationals 11, 111 to 105. The game tipped off at 7:46 p.m. Pacific time. Wrapped up at 11:13. Wow, that is absolute crazy. Four overtimes there. So at the East Coast. That's your you're, 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 you got to be committed to there. Have a lot of money on that game or just be fans of either Portland and Denver. Blazers get it done in overtime, winning their 12th consecutive game at home. 
unbelievable stuff. And uh, C.J. McCollum leading all scores, scores for Portland. 41 points, a career high for them. So absolute insanity. In Portland, they get it done tonight. And, George, as we mentioned off the top of the show, one game, Houston Rockets minus 3.5 uh, against Golden State. Total 220.5. This is an 835 tip. And the uh, Rockets are already down 2 to nothing in this series. They lose this game. They're probably toast. But horrible news for the Raptors with Siakam. They were already had their uh, backs up against the wall, and now you have their second-leading score. Doubtful for a Sunday night uh, basketball game. But uh, back to baseball, Georgia, and looking at the second game there, I'm looking at Siakam. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at uh, uh, Darvish, and it was something that we talked about in the last show. Week seems to be a theme when we're doing the weekend show. Very, very, very positive if you're a you Darvish guy he had a little bit of trouble in the first thing against Arizona we remember that game hit, hit a couple guys bases loaded he got out of a jam and after that con- considered uh, you know he put in a decent performance what do you think tonight uh, they beat the Cubs the other night but Darvish up against Waka 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 that's the second game off the betting board and the Cubs are laying 15 cents what do you think about you Darvish uh, today I guess from a DFS perspective and uh, just a fantasy because you never know what you're going to get. But the last game was pretty decent if you're a Darvish owner. All that's going through my head right now is smoke them if you see Ackham. I don't know why. Smoke them if you see Ackham. I don't know. It's smoke like, oh, it's going through my head. Ackham. I have no idea why that's Can going you through believe my no, head. George? We have enough problems being, like, losers in, in the community. Like, the Raptors are, like, a notorious, like, you know what? Favorites never get it done. Like, it's a real it's a real problem. And now that's bad news, man. Like, they, that's if they if they lose, it's going to be uh, – I, I know Morency, he's already uh, living on the edge. I think uh, his head might explode if, uh, if Siakam doesn't play and the Raptors lose. Uh, he's not going to be a very happy camper, and uh, he's already got enough rage in him. You think? I think he has enough rage for everybody combined. Uh, what game's going? <laughs> All right, anyway, Car- Cardinals-Cubs. Uh, Cardinals-Cubs, that game's Cubs. such yes, a... George. <laughs> almost that tips off. Uh, first pitch at 4 o'clock, 4.05 yeah. p.m. Eastern. I mentioned no no Contreras for the Cubs in this game. The Cardinals have not released their lineup yet. We're still waiting. And I just refreshed, trying to get it. But no. Uh, not This is the game yesterday that finished in like an hour and a half. That uh, Wow, quick yeah. game. I think the Cardinals will show up today. Darwin did have a good start in his last outing. Which was good to see because he had really pitched poorly. I believe I, I think I bet against him too, and he uh, that was. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know how that that didn't go well for me. I know that, so I, I'm not happy with Mr. Darvish. Uh, but like I said, good outing in his last outing. Can he do it again? You know, I, I don't know. Uh, last three starts, actually, his last starts are okay. He's not going deep in the games, Cam. He hasn't pitched more than six innings in a game all season long. Uh, last. Last game was certainly his best game. One L runs uh, six innings. Before that was three and five, two and five and two thirds, four and five and a third, uh, three and four, and then you know we get a couple of bad starts here. He's hard to trust. ERA is five oh two. WHIP is one point five seven. He's putting people on base. He admitted the other day he doesn't care about walking people. You know that's strange. He's giving up more walks well, than yeah. hits. <laughs> that's not what I want to hear from a pitcher. I care about you walking people. <laughs> That's not well, the it's sort of like the, you know, <laughs> like the Al thing. Like Al Lida never believed giving in to anybody. Yeah. You know, and David Cohn would actually say for yeah. a while, too, you know, about a base being open. It was his first and second two outs. Third base is open. I'll pitch around somebody. Uh, I, I get yeah. that. We generally don't like that because you put another guy in scoring position, but I get that. And I wonder if Darvish has some of that philosophy in him. Where he's just not giving in. That's why people get on base. But it, it up, obviously it ups your pitch count. It makes life a little bit more difficult. Uh, there's no way I'm starting him today. You know, DFS or otherwise, until I see the Cardinals lineup, I'm not deciding on betting wise either in this game. I need to see, make sure the Cardinals are going to have a, somewhat of a normal lineup in this game. I've got what uh, minus 105. It's an even game. Minus 105, minus 115 for the Cubs. Over on is eight and a half. Right now, I'm not feeling anything. But if I was, I'd be leaning towards the over in this game. Walker goes for the Cardinals, by the way, for those who don't know. And he had a very good start his last outing. Uh, I'm just not feeling it either way in this any any way actually in this game. I doubt I'm going to have any money on it. Yeah, I, I agree. Walk is a lot of question marks there, Darvish. Uh, yeah, the over-under at eight and a half, that's something I think uh, I, I could definitely buy into there. Interesting. Yeah, Cubs very, very small favorite in that baseball game. George, going down the board, next game on the list, we got Kansas City and Detroit. 
Bisto, Homer Bailey against Tyson Ross. Tigers minus 120. Kansas City plus 100. Nine flat is your over-under. And Tigers minus one and a half plus 60. Royals plus one and a half minus 80. What do we think of this one? Uh, tough game. Very, very tough game. Do you have an opinion? I think I know you a little bit, George. I'm thinking you're thinking about the over at nine runs there. <laughs> uh, the weather's fine, 60 degrees and uh, no rain in yep. Detroit. So that's always the first thing I look at in uh, that ballpark. Uh, Royals, Merrifield, Mondesi, Gordon, Dozier, Solar, uh, Ryan O'Hearn, Gutierrez is playing third base, Maldonado, Hamilton, uh, Detroit, Candelario, Castellanos, Miggy, Goodrum, Rodriguez, Ronnie Rodriguez, John Hicks, Brandon Dixon. If I say both things, it means these players no one's ever heard of. Um, Jordy Mercer yeah. and Hal Castro. <laughs> exactly. So uh, as you go down wow. that Detroit line, like, okay, Brandon Dixon, you're I don't think I like the, Who the hell are you? I like the over there. I think I might take the uh, No. <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 wow. I mean, there are some guys that. Kelvin Gutierrez, yeah, good luck here. It's another game I'm probably staying away from. I don't like it. Certainly not a game I'll be watching all that much of. No, Kansas City and Detroit with Bailey and Ross is a game we're going to avoid. We'll go through the rest of the board. Seattle playing Cleveland. We talked about the injuries to the Tribes pitching. We'll go through that. Batting lines haven't got to the Kentucky Derby yet. And playoff hockey we still got to get to on the weekend. Fantasy update with Stewart and Kurtz. Coming right back at you. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Super, along with George Kurtz. We're going through the betting board, looking to take a look at baseball right now. Yankees and Twins get the party started at 105 Eastern Time, and a lot of 405 action that we're going through. Talked about the Cardinals and Cubs just finished uh, almost pass. Kansas City, Detroit pass. Yeah, we're not going to be really into that game unless something crazy happens. And uh, I don't know what it is about Kansas City uh, there, George, but uh, the art of the triple. The Royals, uh, I never I never watched so much baseball where teams, uh, they really like their triple Kansas City. And you talked about it, speed on the base pass. They're old school, the way they manufacture runs. But it's hard to really back that team with Homer Bailey. Uh, it's even money, but uh, I think I'm going to say no thanks. And you know me, I'm a, not a degenerate per se but i usually have a bigger menu but uh even i'm gonna have to pass on that one not enough for me to take yeah it's it's not me the plus i don't want to have to be forced to watch any of this game uh this game is not <laughs> not exciting not sexy to me at all I'm, I'm definitely almost definitely passing i won't have to play it uh even if i even if i lose on the twins today i'll be happy because it means the yankees won so i won't feel a need to uh, automatically put money on a four o'clock game yeah, that's uh, yeah. I'm with you, but uh, things get a little bit uh, 4-10. Now we got a better game here, but in a very, very big line. When I look at this game, I'm thinking, okay, well, uh, Cleveland, I know Carrasco, he's been up and down, minus 210. Leak in Seattle is uh, plus 175. That's a big, big number if you're a Cleveland supporter. Over, under in this uh, baseball game, eight and a half, ten cents either way. Seattle on the run line, plus one and a half, only minus 120, and Cleveland minus one and a half plus 100 uh that's a lot uh for cleveland uh yeah sure they should maybe probably win the game at minus 210 but i'm not sold on carrasco laying over two dollars there george well it's it's not carrasco it, they're betting against leak and i get it. he's been yeah. pretty bad uh i feel the he same way as leak. you the first thing i saw was like really should cleveland be uh you know uh, minus 210 against anybody anybody they don't hit enough. I agree. I know. You don't know but what they're the going thing. to do. It's a da- it's a very dangerous, dangerous bet when you take teams like Cleveland because yeah, sure, Carrasco can be great, but who who's who's to say that it's not going to be two to one, one to nothing, one of those things. Say Leak does pitch well and gets into a groove. Like Cleveland's a hard team to trust. Where as when I'm taking minus two hundreds, I like to take teams like the Dodgers, the Yankees, because I know with one swing of the bat they can get a two three run home run and help my run line play. Very very dangerous if you take Cleveland on the run line. Money burners. 
No, I'm going this this game. I am putting money on. I'm going to take. Uh, I'm taking Seattle because I, I think Cleveland's going to win the game. Don't get me wrong, but plus one seventy five, I'll take a shot at it. To, just to see if maybe I can uh, they can pull out a win here. And I'm also going to take I like the your style. I'm going to go the plus one seventy five yeah, on uh, Seattle. The under as well. What about the run line there, George? You can get Cleveland to win by one and only lay twenty cents. That's not a bad price for the run line either. That's not bad. You know, That's I, not bad. I, I could go. I could go all three bets. I, I mean, you know, plus one seventy five. You could yeah, just go smaller units. Minus one That's Cleveland what I and go the, under. I do the same thing with hockey sometimes. Like I, I do the old, uh, you know, minus one and a half, minus uh, half regulation money. You know what I mean? Sometimes you do the old three step there, and I kind of, I, I think I might be uh, dancing too. Plus one seventy five is very attractive. See, Cleveland should not be that. The eight and a half, I don't see nine runs in this game with with these guys. I think Leak can even pitch well against them, and plus one and a half looks like insane value to me. I think, uh, you know what? I'm going to do dig a little bit deeper, but Seattle might be on the card. So far, I just have Minnesota, but. Uh, uh, I'll tell you, George, very, very enticing. Good price. Good price. And that's how you bet yeah. baseball, how crazy this uh, the game is. Like That's why I talk about up and down. It's these money line parlays that the, you put together. Sometimes they look, they're too good to be true. Oh, they can't lose, but they do. That's the thing. It's a baseball game, and I don't like to lay anything over $2. It's, it's, uh, it has to be parlayed. It's a recipe for disaster because uh, even shitty teams will win. You know, uh, It's hard. Even with Baltimore, like 50 games, it's just one of those things, but I see value with Seattle despite Leak's uh, very, very poor performances for the most part. Yeah, I am going to do all three. I'm going to do the triple. Uh, I'm going to, the I way like I'm going to look at it, I'm taking, I'm taking plus 175 in Seattle mainly because I think it's this one's going to, the price is just too good. I'll take a shot at it. I don't think they're going to win, but I'll take a shot at it. I don't think these teams can score nine runs. I just don't. See, I know Seattle's a good offense, but Carrasco's a damn good pitcher. Leak is terrible, but Cleveland doesn't have the offense to really take, take advantage of it. And even if they do, that means I'm gonna I'm gonna win my uh, minus one then, so so I'm sort of hedging yep. there. It means I I don't think I, can, I don't think I can lose out of this. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play with triple here. See what happens. Uh, as for the lineups in this game, by the way, for those who are wondering, it looks like it's fairly normal. D Gordon is leading off today, not batting ninth. D Gordon, Mitch Hanager, Vogelback, Edwin Encarnacion, Jay Bruce, Domingo Santana, uh, Omar Navarez, Tim Beckerman, Dylan Moore for Seattle, Cleveland, Francisco Lindor, Leonis Martin, Jose Ramirez, Carlos Santana, Carlos Gonzalez, Jason Kipnis, Jake Bowers, Roberto Perez, and Tyler Nequeen. Nyquil, Naquin, Nyquin, whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's Cleveland's lineup blows. I, I'm, I'm just, it's just one of those things. And you've been betting for a long time. It's actually very similar to the Raptors. It's like one of those things, like good team and all, but overpriced in the market. And sometimes, you know, I just, I'm, I, I think I look at Cleveland games a lot of the time, and they don't win by more than one run. I think they're a great team, actually, to bet against on run lines because they don't score enough, and because of the the pitcher name value, they're there. And uh, I think Vegas and uh, New Jersey gets it wrong a lot of the time. I would have made this line a buck seventy five, not two ten. I think I, I, I see value. Two tens is too much. It's the value we're going for here. Once again, yeah. I understand. I, I think Cleveland's going to win, but if I bet three of these yep. games, one hits, I make money. I agree. That's all I, I, I need think, to do. I, need, I, I, I just need to hit one. Yep. I agree with you, and I think they could lose by one run, and you and the game could go under, and you can go two and one and make units, George. I think it's a good approach. Next game, uh, things get going. A six ten start. We talk about the, those uh, six ten Eastern games. We got Atlanta with Soroka uh, going up against uh, Richard and Miami. Atlanta is uh, laying a buck sixty five on the road. If you like the Marlins, as a home pooch. They're plus one forty five over under in this baseball game seven and a half. 10 cents either way. Atlanta run line minus one and a half favorites to minus 105 plus one and a half for Miami minus 115. Any opinions on in this game? I'm thinking uh, I'm just looking at it. I get it. The total looks a little bit low to me. That seven and a half surprise, not an eight there, but uh, Atlanta 165. Hmm, not the, you know, it's not crazy juice. What do you think about this game there, George? I'm a Soroka guy. You know, uh, I think Soroka's a very good pitcher, only going to get better. We know Miami's terrible. Uh, I'll, a couple other pages in this game. One, I think Atlanta's going to win the game. I do. I don't think it's much of a problem. Uh, but minus 175 is a little rough. Uh, you you yeah. said it. Maybe I you want to do seven and a half. maybe a parlay, George. With the 165, if you put it to another 165, 170, you probably get a take back. A lot of options, too, I agree. in the 705 starts. I, I agree. Uh, Parlay is probably the way to go here. Uh, Over-under, I agree with you. It's low at 7.5. My problem is, listen, is a 5-0, five, 5-1 five five game surprise anybody? 4-1? Not me. So I, I can't touch that. Here's another issue. Now, we talked about it earlier in the show. 
right? What happened yesterday? Gossman and Urena. What if there's another beanball war in this game? You know, and all of a sudden, Soroka gets involved. He gets thrown out early. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. So I'm be very careful. With the, this, that's more for DFS purposes, by the way. Even if they go to the bullpen, I think Atlanta's fine for, to win the game. But uh, for DFS purposes, I am probably not going to pay for Soroka. I understand it's an abundance of caution. I don't think anything's going to happen tonight because I'm sure Major League Baseball has once again talked to these teams. And, you know, Goff could very well get suspended. The Braves can't afford Soroka to get suspended, too. So they may tell him, hey, make sure you don't do anything. But still... It's going to be in the back of my mind that you may not want to pay up for a player in case more crap happens. I know a lot of people last night who paid up for Gossman in DFS. Once again, we like the Miami matchup, right? He pitched one and two-thirds innings where he got thrown out. You know, and that I killed, you're done. You know, he can go start uh, doing whatever else you want to do because you're not going to win that tournament. So you got to be very careful here. It's an abundance of course, Cam, and I fully admit that. But uh, I'm going to be yeah. very careful with Soroka or, uh, in DFS. I agree. No, it's a great, great advice for the listenership, George, because, you know, there's a ill will between these two teams. Anything can happen. Who, who knows uh, if there's going to be some bean balls there. So tread lightly with this game. I think Atlanta, though, Soroka and the Braves, they're a better team, like 65 cents. I'm not really down. Try to take things under 50 cents generally when we're looking from a money line perspective in baseball because so many crazy things happen. But Atlanta parlayed is a good play, and I think we're going to tread lightly on that game. Next game, George, one of our one of our buddies, uh, oh, the Bassett Hound, going for Oakland tonight against uh, Yar Williams and the Pirates. This game is a straight pick, 10 cents either way, over under, 8 flat. Uh, that's, that's the same too. Oakland, minus 1.5, plus 60, and plus 1.5, minus 80. I don't think the Pirates are a very good team. I think the Pirates have a horrible bullpen. Oakland, though, won a big game yesterday. They absolutely kicked the crap out of them it was just a smoke show that sometimes those teams if you have any t- bit of personal pride you come back with a better performance uh, no real opinion in this game despite the basset hound being a little bit better there georgia uh, what's your take on this one pittsburgh and oakland weird kind of game yeah. i believe the basset hound won you some money last week if i remember correctly on uh, yeah he the did Sunday show. He, he, yeah that's right yeah, see? <laughs> he is good good dog good dog yeah the basset hound he's good very, dog very yeah give, give him you give him a treat <laughs> give, give him, him a milk bone yeah Give him a milk bone. Uh, I, I agree with you about this game. I, I'm kind of, I don't know why I'm kind of interested in this game, the Oakland-Pittsburgh. I don't know what it is. I think I like watching games at PNC Park as well. Maybe that's why. But I am kind of oh, interested. Yeah. No, I don't it's know beautiful, a... beautiful on television. Like you, And you have a nice setup down there. PNC Park's beautiful. It's one of those things that's oh, actually think... true. When you watch the game, it's like, oh, I really like that. Yeah, it puts you in a good mood. Like watching a game at PNC, it's a really nice ballpark. Good visuals. I think it. I think it might be one of the the nice in the, in, in the majors. I think Camden's right up there with that. I like watching games in Camden too, and uh, this is San Fran is nice with the uh, with what they, they do. But uh, I I don't know if I'm going to be betting on this game because I think this is a pretty. And this is I think the betting line uh, shows it. It's a pretty even game. You know, Williams and Bassett. They both could pitch well. They both could pitch average, which hurt. You just don't know what you're going to get. Uh, I agree with you about the pride factor here. I mean, Pittsburgh got their doors blown off last night. You would think they'd show up today. Sure did. Uh, but, you know, whether they do or not, I mean, they're not a very good team. I think you said, you said they're a bad team. I don't know if I'd say bad, but they're not very good. You know, they're average at I best. Yeah. I, just, I also think, like, just watching and betting a lot of Pittsburgh games this year, I think their bullpen's atrocious. And it's something that they haven't really, even when they have leads, like when their pit starters go out, like it's something they haven't addressed, George. It's a real concern. They lose a lot of games late, too. They do. I mean, most teams have a bad bullpen, right? I mean, you said it the other night. That's I lost, true. I, I, lost, I, lost, I lost everything because of the Boston bullpen sucks. And they gave that home run to Delmonico. You know, that three-run home. By the way, that three-run homer, the pitch before it, Delmonico fouled it off, and uh, Mitch Moreland missed. I mean, he couldn't catch it, but he missed it yep. by, like, maybe a foot as it landed in the dugout. I was like, oh, and I knew it. I'm like, oh, that's it. You know, I know the sack fly is coming. I didn't see a that, three-run homer. That's coming, when you I'm, wish like, the, the game was in Oakland, right, George? That's an easy and catch Oakland, in Oakland. You never worry. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God. That's one thing about Oakland. When I get nervous in games and there's a foul ball, I thank God. Thank God it's Oakland. <laughs> Just one of those. For those things, who don't man, know, it's a lot of foul territory in Oakland. Uh, oh, that's yeah. a football stadium that's masquerading yeah. as a baseball stadium. Most stadiums don't have that. But as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh great! You know, you knew it was coming. I, kn- I knew a loss was coming. That's it. Lost, lost that. I lost my DFS. I lost my David Price for a win in regular. And I lost money on the on bettings. Like great. I'm I'm, I'm in a bad streak yeah. in my home league. I've had what David Price, Shane Bieber, Craig Morton, and somebody else four starting pitchers in four days in a row. And they've given up like a total of six runs in those four starts, which is fantastic. And I don't have a win oh, it's from amazing. any of them. 
It, it drives yeah, me insane. Bad luck. And, uh, yeah, you said it. That's baseball. That's bad. That's bad luck. Baseball. Bad things happen at the end. That's the thing about betting baseball, people. It's not for the faint of heart. Like if you're a real emotional powder keg, like that type of person, and you know what I mean. You worry about every pitch and every little situation. Baseball is not your game to bet. It's there's too many swings. No lead is safe. It's kind of like basketball. The same thing. At least in hockey, George, it's one of those things. Like you know, you have usually a one goal lead for a while. You kind of in and in and in. It's just the, the swings. I think are a hell of a lot less than watching watching a baseball game. You know how cha- how quick things change. Even though it's a slow moving game, no lead is safe in today's baseball. It's it's nuts. Oh, agreed. You know, oh, just just, just uh, it's like this been a, it's been a brutal week, frustrating, bad, bad week. It is frustrating. Listen, when I say frustrating, I'm not like I'm banging my head against the wall. You said it. I understand it's baseball. Crap like that happens, and I'm not the only person it happens to. But it does make me think, like, my God, six runs, four starts, know. and I can't get a win. It's like, what do these guys got to do? Pitch a shutout, and uh, but this is also why use quality starts. I much prefer quality starts like, as a category yeah. than I do wins. It's like uh, fantasy football, George. I put up 132 points. The one week the guy has uh, guys who got over 80 all year, he gets 148 or something. You know what I mean? Like you always have that one week your team kicks ass in fantasy, and you're like the guy whose team is full of stooges has like a miracle week. Just one of those things. It's about the matchup, right? A lot of the time it just blows. It's all luck, you know. <laughs> but there's, there's way problem. there's a way to fix that as well. Once again, in fantasy football, I prefer where you play double headers each week. And but what what I mean by that is, okay, I played Cam. I scored 2,000 points oh cam scored 2001 that's just terrible you know but guess what you also would get a win the top six points assuming it's a 12 team league the top six point scorers for that week also get a win so therefore i go one and one yes i lost because i got unlucky but i got a win because i'm one of the top six point scorers so it's not all for naught this way that's once again it sort of eliminates the unluckiness that yes you scored the second most points that week but you happen to play the team that scored the most yeah i like what you do george i i gotta tell you you have a lot you have a lot of things in your leagues that you really think things through and uh, you know what i mean sometimes you're in leagues with buddies He's like, it's just kind of like recreational, but it's stupid, but nothing really gets changed because of what it is. The thing I like about your leagues is it's really thought out and, and fair because that's the way it should be. That I, there's nothing worse than getting not rewarded for doing something well or putting up points and you're still going, what the hell is going on here? And I find uh, that's stupid. At least in your leagues, you address this problem and get it done, which is really, really smart. Like you're on top of it. We try and take out as much bad luck as possible. You know, once again, that, that's what we do. Generally, in, uh, in most of these, most of these things I bring up, by the way, there are other leagues that do this. I'm not inventing anything. Uh, I think the only thing I might yeah. have ever invented was as far as draft picks. Uh, no, we, just, we do a reverse order of standings, but we don't start from uh, the last place team doesn't pick first. No. The team that, that just finished out of the money, which in our leagues is the fourth place team, they pick first next year. Fifth place team picks second and so on because that keeps Nice because you're getting rewarded for actually exactly. being good. Like being good but not being great. Good. Actually, that, that's another brilliant thing. In our league, we do the last place. You're, you're, I'll tell you something, George. You're no really tanking. You're something with your leagues. You do a lot of – yeah, exactly. A lot of really, really smart. No, we don't really tanks. have tankers in our league. Our, our buddies are just kind of like whatever. Nobody tanks. Nobody plays favorites or anything like that. But I think that's just a really, really smart way to be. And it avoids a lot of problems. I, I, see, that's what we talked about with the with the lottery, right, George? With the NHL lottery. It's it's like you should be in charge working for these guys because you got a plan, buddy. That's a great move. The f- team that's just outside of the money does it. Rewarded for a good season. And the last place team, we're not giving you anything for finishing last. You finish last. Too bad. Do better. I, I, I do wonder right. if, uh, if these leagues are going to start to do something like this, by the way. I have heard about it as far as these sports leagues that they're thinking about doing it some kind of way like this to once again get rid of tanking. They should. Which is happening in all leagues. That's the thing. Tanking's an issue still in hockey, basketball, all these other leagues. Hell, baseball, you can be 30 games out in a couple months. I'm Cam Stewart. He's George Kurtz. Weekend fantasy update. Go through the rest of the baseball board, DFS, Kentucky Derby, and a whole lot more in the next hour, everybody.